bear them now. Hallelujah. Now let's see. Hmm. Let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Before, before then, let's go to Hebrews chapter 1. Hebrews chapter 1. Okay, we see we went to Hebrews this morning. Huh? Pastor, favor led us in prayer. Um, Hebrews chapter 1. Everybody let read verse 1. One, Hebrews chapter 1, verse 1. One, two, go. God, who at sundry times and in diverse manners, spake in time past unto the fathers by who? By who? Hallelujah. Now, verse 2. Everybody read together. One, two, go. As in these last days, spoken to us by who? Continue. Who may have appointed heir of all things? Verse 2. Who are appointed heir of all? By whom also he made the. Verse 3. Oh, being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person and upholding all things by the word of his power, when he hath by himself purged our sins, sat down on the right hand of the majesty on nine. Verse 4. Who will be made so much better than angels as he hath by inheritance obtained a more excellent name. The Bible says, God has in these last days spoken to us by who? The prophets? The prophet, verse 2, the prophet, by his son. Who is that son? He said, hmm. he said, yeah, he said, the son is expressed with the father. That's in verse 2, Hebrews 1, 2. He said, the son is the heir, has made the heir of all things. That means the son has made to inherit all things. Now, that all things there, or to inherit all things, he said, he had made him the heir of all things, by whom also he made the walls. Now, the word walls there meant hmm, he owns. Yeah? It means um, faces or seasons or periods or <laughs> times. Thank you. Times. So, there were times. God made different times and seasons. And during those times and seasons, prophets spoke. Hallelujah. So, in this last day, Christ came as the inheritor, as the heir of all those things that the prophet spoke. I will explain to us very well, don't worry. In the sense that everything that the prophets have spoken... Jesus came to fulfill them all. How get him? Imagine someone has been saying, Pastor Daniel came today and said, A man is coming, a mighty great man that will deliver the whole world. He went to sit down. Sister, Sister Bisoye came and also said, I had a vision last night. I saw a mighty man in white robe. You know, like many of us saw yesterday, praise God. <laughs> you know, with a golden jug. Glory to God. And it was pouring salvation for all men. Hallelujah. You know, that's under perspective what Pastor Daniel said, yeah? Do you see? And then Pastor also came and said, you know, there shall be a branch out of the root of Jesus. Something like that. All right? And then he will um, save all men. You know, something like that, yeah? And then they left. Maybe pastor said this in 2019. Sister Abisoye said his own in 2021. Pastor said his own in 2022. Glory to God. I mean 2022 January. Amen. That we are in. So by 2022 December, all right. No, let me do it this way. Pastor said his own in 2019. Sister Abisoye said his own in 2020. Pastor said his own in 2021. Hallelujah. So suddenly, January 2022, I came. Hallelujah. 
<laughs> and Jesus. So I came and I began to do literally everything they all prophesied. Do you get? I began to, all of a sudden, there was a prophecy that there will be a tied ass and a cult. And then these guys will lose the ass and ride on it into Jerusalem. And then I came and I did exactly that. Do you see? That's why you see a lot of times when Jesus finished doing something, the Bible said, as it is written. Do you see that? Do you see that? As it is written. Or according as the scripture has said. Can you see? Can you see that? Yes. Hallelujah. As the scripture has said. For example, when Jesus was on the cross, they didn't break his bones. Normally, they will break the bones of people on the cross. Do you see that? When they've died, they'll break their bones. But the Bible said, none of his bones shall be broken. It was a prophecy. Remember Jeremiah or Isaiah or someone? Do you get that? It had to be fulfilled. Even though Jesus was not alive anymore, it was going to be fulfilled. Because it's the power of God. Back, the word, those words were backed by the power of God. Hallelujah. Do you see that now? Now, I'm going somewhere with all this teaching. So, those words there means times. 2019, 2020, 2021. So, I now came to inherit, to come into the fulfillment of everything they've all said. Is it clear? Yes. Is it clear? Yes. People on this side, is it clear? Yes. Hallelujah. Let's check somewhere also. Let's check um, 1 Peter 1. 1 Peter 1. 1 Peter chapter 1. I want to compress a series into 30 minutes. <laughs> First Peter chapter 1, verse 6. It says, In this you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while it need be, you have been grieved by various trials, that the genuineness of your faith be much more precious than gold that perishes, though it is tested by fire, may be found to praise, honor, and glory at the revelation of Jesus. Whom have you not seen you love, though now have you not seen him yet believing you rejoice with joy in joy inexpressible and full of glory. Say, receiving the end of your faith, the salvation of your souls. Verse 10, everybody. Everybody, I want to do verse 10 together. One, two, go. Diligently. Who prophesied of the grace. Hallelujah. Verse 11. One, two, go. Searching what or what manner of time the spirit of Christ which was in them did signify. When he testified beyond and what? And the so what did the prophets in the Bible prophesy about the sufferings of Christ? Can you see? Everybody said the sufferings of Christ. Said the glory that should follow. The Bible says the prophets sat diligently into the salvation and the grace that will come to you. That means they didn't have a portion in it. That's why I see in Hebrews, Hebrews eleven. He said, "Them without us were not made perfect." Hallelujah. Because we're the ones who came into full reality of what they prophesied about. They prophesied that one day, that's why David, for example, Romans 4, he said, David prophesied about you. He said, blessed is the man to whom God will not count iniquity. Hallelujah. 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 You see, number cook 2, he said, the just shall live by his faith. Who was he talking about? He was talking about me. Hallelujah. He said, the just will live by his faith. Praise God. He see in Psalm 103 or so. He said, bless Lord of my soul and all that is within me. He said, he will redeem thy soul from destruction. Who forgiveth thy iniquities. Hallelujah. Do you see that now? Who healeth all thy diseases? Isaiah 53, for example. He said, he said, the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. He said, it was like a sheep led to the shearer. Yet he spoke no word. Glory to God. That was what that Ethiopian Enoch was reading. 
that time Philip ran to him and met him in that valley or that desert and preached the gospel to him. Glory to God. And Baba went to Azotus. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now, those were prophecies in the Old Testament. Said for he was wounded for our transgressions, he was bruised for our iniquities. Upon him was the chastisement that made us, and by his stripes we are healed. Those were prophets in Isaiah 53, talking about who? the Lord Jesus. In the early verse of that Isaiah 53, said, Who has believed our reports? Hallelujah. You now see that same place quoted in Romans 10. Who has believed our reports? And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? Hallelujah. Talking about Jesus, the Savior of the world. Amen. You see, the whole Bible from Genesis to Revelation is about one man. Hallelujah. Jesus. Say Jesus. See, when you study God's word, you should only see one man. Say Jesus. Jesus is the word of God. Hallelujah. Everything is all about him. You see, before you bring out business principles or things that you can apply in your daily life, which are conduct and character that the Bible teaches, all right, the primary thing that the Bible is written for is to reveal Christ the savior of the world. Hallelujah. I mean from Genesis to Malachi. I mean you can literally find Jesus on every page of Genesis to Malachi. Hallelujah. You know, Paul now came. The writer of Hebrew came and explained to us that really those lambs and bulls and goats were types and shadows. Everything still points back to Jesus. Do you see? The high priest. This book of Hebrews is a very rich book that really compares a lot of happenings in the Jewish tradition with the new reality. It talked about Monsina and Mount Zion. You see, it talked about Jesus and Melchizedek, Jesus and Moses, Jesus and Aaron, Jesus and angels. Hebrews one. Hallelujah. It compares them a lot to show us that this is the better. Amen. This is the fulfillment. He is the heir of all things. He has come to inherit all that the prophet has spoken. Amen. Second Peter chapter 1, verse 19. It said, And so we have the prophetic word confirmed, which do not, he said, For we have also a martial word of prophecy, whereunto ye do well that ye take heed, as unto a light that shineth in a dark place, until the day dawn. Everyone says the day dawn. And the day star arise in your heart. Verse 20. He said, knowing this, that no prophecy of the scripture. Everybody say the scripture. Say the scripture. One more time. Say the scripture. No prophecy of the scripture. Take note of the word the scripture. So, there was a prophecy in the scripture or of the scripture. He said, it is not of any private interpretation. What was the interpretation of it? It was in verse mm. It has been actually, I'm talking from verse 16, actually, when they went to the, with Jesus to the mountain of transfiguration, and the Lord said, This is my beloved son, in whom I well pleased. Hear him. Hallelujah. It was taught, Peter was reckoning to that particular part in the sense that on that same mount of transfiguration, Moses appeared, Elijah appeared. Do you remember? Do you remember? Yeah. Where Jesus' fashion was changed, and then maybe Elisha from heaven or something, then Peter, John, and James. Who were with Jesus saw Moses and Elijah. And Peter was like, Oh my, let us three, let's quickly build three houses for you guys, or where you guys can stay. You know, Jesus will stay here, Moses will stay, and Elijah was, and God immediately interrupted Peter, immediately, and said, This Jesus is my beloved son, in whom I am well pleased. I, God, am well pleased. Hear ye him. There was something God wanted to emphasize to Peter. What was Peter doing? 
Peter saw Moses, saw Jesus, saw Elijah, and he wanted to put them on the same pedestal. He wanted to equate the three of them. Let me build the ask for the three of you. God had to interrupt immediately and said, This one, Jesus, is my own son. He's the one that I should take it on to. He's the one that I should listen to. Not Moses the law, nor Elijah the prophets. So Jesus came as a fulfillment of the law and prophets. Do you see that? So all that the prophet has spoken and all that Moses said in the law, who came to fill them? So who should you pay attention to? Will you pay attention to the prophecy or to the real man? Hallelujah. Who are you? It's like, <laughs> it's like a married couple, yeah? Let's say they were in a long distance relationship. Let's say, for example, let's say, pastor was in Cassina, mama was in Ife, amen? Amen, glory. And then, that time, amen? And then let's say they were talking via Snapchat or Skype or something. Or, no, let me just say, um, mama had a picture of pastor. Do you understand? Let's see mama had a picture of pastor. So before mama sleep every night, mama will be like, oh, my darling. <laughs> Praise God. And then mama will sleep and just hold the picture close to her chest and just sleep off. Praise God. My love of my life, Abby. And then, praise God. <laughs> and the person had come back from Castina and now go married. Praise God. And the night of their wedding day, amen, pastor and mama are sleeping on the same bed. And mama still took the picture and said, my love. And still put the picture close to her chest and said, oh, I <laughs> Pastor was like, okay. Comrade, what's going on? <laughs> Thank you. Like, comrade, what, what is going on exactly? Hallelujah. You know, it's very weird, wouldn't it? Why would it be weird? Because the real person has come. Hallelujah. So if you are still living your life really on the prophecy or the law of the prophets, you are living in shadows. You are living in picture. Who is the real deal? Jesus. And he has come. Do you see that? Hallelujah. Do you see that? So Jesus has come with law and prophets. Praise God forevermore. Verse 21 of that same first Peter that we're reading. It said, for prophecy never came by the will of man. You see? But the prophecy came not in old time. Do you remember? What was the old time? The, the Old Testament, right? Do you get? For the prophecy came not in old time by the will of man, but only men of God speak as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. So remember... When Jesus was talking about the Holy Ghost in John 16, he said, the Holy Ghost will testify of me, of him. Do you see that? So even in the Old Testament, when the prophets and men in the law were speaking, who were they testifying of? Do you see that? Hallelujah! Praise God. Now let's, mm, I've very limited time, and I'm just about to dive right into what I want to teach. Hallelujah! <laughs> Praise God. Alright, so let's quickly go into this. Remember I want to explain Ephesians 1, 17 to 20, right? Do you remember I said that? Let's first go to 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 15 to 17. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 15 to 17. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You are so grateful for your salvation. 2 Timothy chapter 3. It says, And that from a child thou had known the Holy Scriptures. Everybody say Holy Scriptures. Do you remember, do you remember the word prophecy of the scripture the other time? Do you remember? Now it now said, and that from a child. He was talking to Timothy. Paul was writing to Timothy, son of the Lord. He said, and from a child you have known the Holy Scriptures, which are, everybody say are. Now, the word scriptures there, or Holy Scriptures, from Greek word called agiosgraphy. Now, scriptures means to script something down. Although, it means to write something down. The word scripture simply means writing. Say writings. As simple as that. But this one is not just any writing. It's not EJ101. It is holy, sacred, set apart. So this kind of writings cannot be found just anywhere. It's found in the temple. 
They are scrolls, sacred. They were spoken and written as men were moved by the Holy Ghost. So they were written down. Do you see that? So they were set apart only unto God because they were prophesying of the Lord Jesus. He said, verse 15, And that from a child that was known though, agios only scriptures, which are able to make thee wise. Everybody say, make thee wise. Now, the wise here does not mean wisdom, like wisdom and understanding. It means which are able to make you apt or make you an expert. So, fizzle. Make you an expert in salvation through faith in Christ. It's, it says, the Holy Scriptures, everybody read together, one to go. That from a child, everybody together wants to go. And that from a child, that was known the holy scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith within Christ. He said, the holy scriptures are able to make you understand just one thing. They were made for one reason. And what is that? Everybody read one to go. One more time. One more time. So what was the purpose of the prophets and the prophecies? Salvation true in Christ. Salvation true in Christ. Hallelujah. So from writings of. So what was the word scripture mean? The word scripture means writing, set apart writing. Hallelujah. Remember, at this time that Paul was writing to Timothy, there was nothing like the book of Timothy. Do you get it? Do you get it? So, like, I wrote a love letter to... No, I don't have a love letter, Pastor. <laughs> Hallelujah. Like, I wrote a love letter to my babe, for example. I wrote a love letter to her. Just, just a random love letter, isn't it? So, years after, oh, Pastor, Pastor Paul wrote this. This must be very important. Let's put it together in a compendium of books called Bibles. So, at that time, there wasn't anything called the book of Timothy. Do you get it? It was just a letter I wrote. There wasn't anything called the book of Corinthians. Or just a letter that Paul wrote to the Corinthians. Do you get what I'm saying? But he now compiled them much later. Hallelujah. It's called canonization. Praise God. Now, the word, that means, what was Paul therefore talking about when he says scriptures? This set apart writings. That means they were talking, he was talking about the prophecies of who? The prophets. From Moses to Malachi. From Genesis, Leviticus, Exodus. Do you see that? Judges. I want to say Jude. <laughs> That's wrong. Amen. Judges. Psalms. Even to, even to where? Malachi. In the book of Psalms, for example, it was prophesied that they were going to nail his feet. He said, the, the, the zeal of the house of God consumed me. Who said that? Who said that? Hallelujah. Who said that? David said it. And Jesus fulfilled it. Jesus, Jesus didn't say it with his mouth. Do you know? The Bible says, as it is written. Do you see? Bible is in Yoruba. Like Yoruba said, oh, she feel bad, she Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory to God. <laughs> and he beat them out of that place because they were selling and buying and karakata in the temple of the Lord. He said, my house shall be called the house of prayers. Hallelujah. And he chased them out of the place. Bible says, for it is written. The zeal of, my, of the Lord's house consumes me. Do you see that now? So when David wrote that, was David writing about himself? Although David seemed like he was talking about himself, wasn't he? But what was he talking about? The same thing you see in Psalm 10 or so, or Psalm 16, where he said, he will not leave my soul in hell. Neither will he let his only one soul to see corruption. Do you see that now? So who was David talking about? 
Can you see that now? That's from the book of Psalms. Let's read here Luke 24. I want to show you something. So that means from Genesis to Malachi, he's able to make you wise unto salvation through faith in Christ. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. Luke chapter 24, everybody. Luke 24. Thank you, Jesus. Are you getting blessed this morning? Luke 24. Let's read verse. Let's just read just one verse, and then I leave quickly. Now, let's read verse 20. So let me just summarize. Jesus just died. Those guys will come from Jerusalem because they were followers of Jesus. So they will go to a place called Emmaus. A man named Cleopas and I believe his wife. Okay, we're going to a place called Emmaus. And Jesus, he has risen from the dead. They didn't know. So he met them on the way. And Bible said their eyes were holding that they should know him. All right? So he was following them. And it was just like, it was, as if some people were moving. And then he met them, hey guys, how are you? I'm going to snow you good. And like, what are you guys talking about? And they said, ah, are you a JJC in town? He said, don't you know of Jesus? He said, a prophet mighty in word and in deed. That we thought he was going to be the savior of the world. But the Jews killed him. The rulers killed him. The Pharisees killed him. Hallelujah. Do you see that? And said, even some of our people said they've seen him. Kiniko, kiniko. You know, and Jesus said, oh fools and slow of hearts to believe. That should be verse 25. Yeah, and he said to them, "O fools and slow of heart, Luke twenty four twenty five. O fools and slow of heart to believe all that the prophet, Luke twenty four twenty five, twenty five. Thanks, Luke twenty four twenty five. You see now, Bible says, and he said to them, "O fools and slow of heart to believe all that the prophet has spoken. Ought not Christ to have suffered these things and to enter into the glory? And beginning at Moses, he expounded to them in all the scriptures." Okay, can you see now? Then he said unto them, All fools are what? To believe what? All that the... What did they not believe? What did these guys not believe? They did not believe that Jesus is risen from the dead. They didn't believe that he rose. He now said, You guys are slow to believe all that the prophet has spoken. That means those prophets, what did they speak about? Do you remember what we read the other time in First Peter 1? The sufferings of Christ... And the glory that should follow. Do you remember? Yes. Are you sure? Yes. Are you very sure? Let's now see. The old to believe what that prophet has spoken about 26. Ought not Christ to have suffered these things, the sufferings of Christ? Can you see? Yes. And to enter into his and the glory that should follow. Can you see that now? That exactly. What that means, the fulcrum, the summary of the prophets of the prophets was what? The sufferings of Christ, the death. Burial, resurrection of Christ, and his resurrection and his ascension, in being seated right on the Father. Is it clear? Glory to God. And so that's glory. Now next verse. He said, I'm beginning at Moses. And all the and all the that just did an exhaustive Bible study from Genesis to Malachi. And all the prophets. He expanded to them where? In all the Old Testament, from Genesis to Malachi, the things concerning. That means so. What did the prophet prophesy about? Everybody say Christ. Christ. Say Christ. Christ. What did the prophet prophesy about? Christ. Everybody echo it. Christ. So if I ask you tomorrow, what did the prophets prophesy about? Christ. Hallelujah. Do you see that now? Salvation through faith in Christ. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now let me round off. Ephesians chapter 3. Ephesians chapter 3. Praise God. Ephesians chapter 3. Hallelujah. Ephesians chapter 3, from verse 1. Say, for this reason I, Paul, the prisoner of Christ Jesus for you Gentiles, if indeed you have heard of the dispensation of the grace of God, which was given to me for you, how that by revelation he made known unto me the mystery, as I 
rules are four in few words. He now said, by which when you read, ye may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ. Verse 5, which in other, remember, worlds, times, do you remember? Which in other ages was not made known unto the sons of men, as it is now revealed unto his holy apostles and prophet by who? So when Jesus talked the other time about things to come, what was he talking about? He was talking about his own death and resurrection. That the Holy Ghost will make it simple and easy to understand for everybody. They couldn't have gotten it. He could have only explained it in parables to them. That's why Jesus said, except a grain of feet which falls to ground and dies, it abides alone. But once it dies, it can bring forth many more fruits. Do you see that? Who are the many more fruits? I am. Do you see that? Jesus has died. He has now brought many sons unto glory. Hebrews 1. Is it Hebrews 2? Is it clear? Have you gotten it? Hebrews 2, 11. Amen. He now said, as is now revealed unto us by his Holy Spirit and prophet by the Spirit. Verse 6. That the Gentiles should be fellow heirs and of the same body and partakers of his promise in Christ by the gospel. Do I now see 1 Corinthians chapter 2, which I really want to do an exhaustive teaching on today, but I couldn't. All right. When I see 1 Corinthians chapter 2, you now see how that the revelation of Christ, that the giving of the Holy Ghost was for the revelation of Christ. He says, eyes have not heard. As I have not seen, yes, I have not heard. Then as it comes to the mind of man, all that the Lord has planned for them that love me. He now said the very next verse, but the Holy Ghost has revealed them unto us. Hallelujah. Ah, glory to God. Let's quickly go there, everybody. Please, First Corinthians 2. We'll just read one verse and we'll leave. Amen. First Corinthians 2. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. First Corinthians 2. Thank you, Jesus. I'm sorry, verse 7. 1 Corinthians 2, 7. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. Can you see the word wisdom of God? So we're not talking about the wisdom of God is the revelation of Christ. Is it clear now? The wisdom of God is the revelation of the mystery. What was the mystery? Christ eating in the prophets of the, of the prophets. In the prophecies of the prophets. He now said, But we speak the wisdom of God in the mystery. The eden wisdom which God ordained for the ages for our glory. We know not the rulers of this age knew, for are they known they will not have crucified the glory of glory? Verse 9. Said, but is written, eyes has not seen, nor hair heard, neither have entered to the earth of man the things which God has prepared for them that love him. Verse 10. Say, but God. Everybody say, but God. Come on, say, but God. But God has revealed them unto us by spirits. Therefore, the spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. That means the things concerning. No, when we pray about revelation knowledge, hallelujah, praise God, we are not praying for something that is lost. He said, it has been revealed. Do you see that? Say, it has been, everybody say, it has been revealed. Paul prayed revelation knowledge for the Ephesians and in verse 3 he said himself that has been revealed unto us we the apostles and prophets do you see that he said I wrote to you afore in, 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 in few words afore time I've written an explanation of the mystery of the gospel in the prophets to you so what is the spirit of wisdom and revelation as it were is discerning Christ from the Old Testament hallelujah have you gotten it so when we talk about that father of our Lord now let's go to Ephesians 1 Ephesians 1, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, 
the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom. Now, other versions call it spiritual wisdom. Do you remember we read in 1 Corinthians 2, written by the same Paul, that said, for we speak the wisdom of God. What is that wisdom of God? Is the revealed Christ. Is it clear? Have you gotten it? He said, the eyes, look at verse 17. Said that God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. In the knowledge of Christ. So revelation of God's word is in the knowledge of Christ. Verse 18. Said, the eyes of your understanding being, now, is continual. This is the present continuous tense. Be, can I take him and say, be being enlightened that ye may know what is the hope of his calling? And what the riches of the glory of his entrance is saints? Verse 19. And what is the exceeding greatness of his past was what? Who believe according to the working of his mighty power. Do you see how much God has done for us? It was intricate enough to have prophesied our salvation from Genesis to Malachi. And we are now particulars of it in these last days. Don't lift your hands and give your thanks. Now this year we are committed totally that the eyes of our understanding have been enlightened. Amen. Have been enlightened. Praise God. That the eyes of our understanding will increase more and more more and more that we know Christ more and more from the Old Testament we know about his salvation what he has done for us what he has wrought for us who we are now in Christ glory to God just everybody rise up on your feet lift your hands and just give your thanks and speak unto God hallelujah you didn't want heaven without us so Jesus you brought heaven down Lift up your hands unto Jesus. Lift up your hands unto Jesus. Come into yourself. Acknowledge what Jesus has done. Just one second, please. Can you just open to the book of First Timothy 4, verse 15? 